Danke. This is the TRT Community Podcast, where we discuss all things testosterone. Oh, God. Where'd you go? I just broke a chair. Did you fall? Yep. You just disappeared and you're still on a snowmobile. I'm like this that I wish that background wasn't there so I could see you falling. Hello. <laughs> I just broke a chair. What kind of chair? Oh, yeah. It's real broke. Uh, the leg. It's a good-looking chair. Yeah, it's an old one. Today is not going well. I have to find a new chair. Luckily, there's one right here. <laughs> is the audio coming okay? No, it sounds terrible, but it is what it is. It does. You're, yeah, it sounds really bad from your, from coming from you, too. Really? Like using speakers from a computer, Ben? Mm-hmm. Here I am, sitting up a little taller. What the audio is so bad? How bad is it? Audio is so oh, bad. Sure. We're streaming on YouTube. How'd you know that? It says live on YouTube. It looks like it caught you before you broke your chair. <laughs> Dang it, that would have Were you recording at least? Yeah, I was recording. <laughs> oh, awesome. Oh, man. <laughs> this is the uh, this is the computer from the old regime. I need to get a webcam for the new setup. So, um, <clears throat> yeah, the chair broke. <laughs> And I'm being brought dinner. Thank you. You need to get it welded better in the corners. Sorry. Is that a normal computer desk chair? Like that you use no. every day? This looks like Dr. Paul's early. So, today on All Things Testosterone, we're talking again with Dr. Paul. Dr. Paul, I made some notes here. That was kind of good timing, but it was just my uh, elbow hitting that button on accident. So, we've got Dr. Paul Thompson here today. Dr. Paul is the medical director for Launch Medical. Launch Medical has designed the Phoenix which is an acoustic wave therapy device that was specifically designed for safe and effective use at home. Acoustic wave therapy works by sending powerful sound waves into the targeted tissue, causing micro trauma to the blood vessels beneath the skin, fostering angiogenesis, the growth of new blood vessels. So like basically what we talked about last time and what it sounds like this is saying is that you're essentially, it's similar to working out a muscle. You're going to tear down that muscle a little bit and that's going to cause it to, to grow back stronger well let's see how uh 
Dr. Paul sounds, unless you've got something you want to chat about before. No. All right. You got me? I can hear you. All right. Love you. <laughs> so I couldn't help but notice, and we've already we've already introduced you and everything while you were in the, the waiting room, but I can't help but notice that you're you're based in Fort Worth. Is that right? Yes, yes, definitely. Definitely. Fort Worth guy. I don't live in Fort Worth, but I'm the office is here. But you live in Texas. Tell me again. You live in Texas? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Awesome. So do we. I mean, we're Ian's 30 minutes from you, probably, if that. Oh, really? Yeah, I'm in Grapevine. So. Okay, just uh, just on the other side of the airport, correct? Yeah, I live right next to DFW Airport. Yeah. <laughs> So is that a backdrop you're sitting in front of, or are you really? Because that doesn't look like. I'm just this is, uh, no, I'm live. I'm on a mountaintop in Colorado. No, I, this is a backdrop from when we went there last uh, last January, I think. Not not this year, but the previous previous year, 2020. That's uh, how you, you sound like the you room I'm in is dirty, and it's just not appealing to a, uh, a streaming Zoom call audience. You sound like you could be live on top of a mountain. That's for sure. Yeah, I kind of thought that too. <laughs> Dr. Paul and I have professional microphones, and you're over there with earbuds. Uh, I sound far away. Yeah, you sound real far away. So where's your ranch? You don't have to tell us like an address, but is it in Texas? I'm well? west. I'm west of here. Okay. Um, kind of figured You know, out. cows and horses stuff. Very cool. Chickens. Yeah. Cool. Hot, hot wife, all that stuff, you know. <laughs> you got <Yeah>. it all. <laughs> hot younger wife. Yeah. Of course, everyone's younger than I am now. All of a sudden, I'm the old guy. But uh, <laughs> anyway, that's a whole different story. So when last time we spoke, we kind of got a taste for who you are, what you do, what the Phoenix is, and what it does. I've got, uh, I guess, some deeper questions. Some of them were emailed to me. And uh, I want to kind of dive deeper into the technology and some, I guess, probing questions. And most of them are geared, I guess, they're coming from a guy that that guys that are skeptical of the te- technology and of of spending this kind of money on this type of at home procedure. Um, and my hope is that we can kind of put their mind at ease. You know, Ian and I have tried it. We like it. There are members of our Facebook group that have tried it and like it. Um, and we just want to kind of get those guys that are on the fence, ease their mind a little bit. So if you're ready, I'll fire up, fire into these questions real quick. Yeah. You know, lead into that is just real quickly and I won't belabor it. it. Of course it's, I'm the biggest skeptic in the world. So I, I don't look down on people that are skeptical and, and ask questions. That's, that's what you're supposed to do. I mean, in this day and age, I mean, look what's going on. We don't, we can't accept anything as normal. You can look out sometimes during the day and say, gosh, it's a beautiful day. And it may not be. So all the questions in the world, I'm not offended. And, and it's like I always say, I don't want to be um, the guy I was when I was a surgeon and, um, you know, hated when my patients slowed me down to ask a question. So I think that's wonderful that people have questions and they should be skeptical. Good. Good. Yeah. You know, even if, 
it's a substantial investment, but even if it were free, I would expect there to be some questions and rightly so you're, you're talking about your junk here, you know, and, and doing something with your junk. So, you know, I, I, I agree with you. I'm the same way. Ask away. Um, a lot of these though, I, I reworded a little bit, um, just because I wanted to get a little less specific than some of them were, were getting. So they're just, some of them are kind of vague, but number one, um, and this was probably the, the most asked question. Is this the same technology that doctors are using in office? It's exactly the same. You know, I think I mentioned, and I just got back from a big meeting at, at the uh, uh, Doral in uh, Miami. And no, I, I didn't play golf at all. Not at all. <laughs> but um, it, it, the question I get asked and I get stopped constantly, even if I'm out at the pool after the meetings, everyone says, you know, what's the, even the doctors are asking the same question. So when we looked at this, um, the pressure wave, we compared it to um, the Stortz machine that we, we all use. And it's, when we look at it on a pressure plate, it's exactly the penetration, exactly the same. Um, and the force is exactly the same. They measure up and you can almost lay them over each other. And that's what we were trying to recreate. The same pressure wave. Ours, now on the, on the storage machine, understand we could turn it up and down. And the reason you could turn it up and down is because some guys just don't tolerate it. Yeah. Um, fortunately, ours is not as painful. And I have some guys complain about that. Well, it doesn't hurt. Can't be good. <laughs> Okay. Uh, don't make sense to me, but okay. But that's who they, they associate. I got to have pain to get gain. Yeah. And, and I'm telling you, it measures up. And if you go on to our website, we actually have um, a videos of that. I mean, it's, we have videos showing on the pressure plates. And so it, it was um, pretty exact. I mean, you measure up and they look good. You'd be hard pressed to, to see a difference. Good. Okay. Uh, is it, is it safe? What's the worst thing that can happen using the, the Phoenix? You know, I, okay. There's the, I'd say one would be discomfort to a cramp in your hand from holding the, uh, <laughs> the Phoenix machine. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Um, I get really bad allergies. So if I have to cough, I apologize. No Nothing's working. I mean, this is like concrete in my sinuses right now, but, um, you know, you might get some erythema or some little microscopic, uh, breakage of, of small vessels that, that we know we're causing micro trauma. And sometimes we can get some redness on the skin and that's what you're, that's what you're seeing. Um, that's, Otherwise, it's uh, the the risk are, are none. Okay, I mean it's not gonna it's not gonna it's not gonna cause peyronies. It's not gonna cause that kind of scarring. It's not matter of fact it heals heals peyronies. Um, so it, it, it's the risk are minimal. And I, like I said, I think I told you last time that uh, I've had I don't know if I'm gonna say a policeman and they're not real popular right now, but they are with me. Um, that come into my office and 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 get treated on their break and go right back in, jump in the car and back, go back on patrol. So, I mean, there's nothing. Yeah. I, yeah I'm not, I've been doing it for years and I've seen nothing. And with my experience, I mean, it's definitely not something that, that you need a recovery time from, you know, when you're done, you're done and you, you go right back to work. No, no big deal. 
Yeah, I mean, you could go, well, you could do anything you want. Let's put it that way. Yeah. Use your imagination. Anything you want, you can so do. That, that's a good a good question. Then. So you could actually go right into sexual activity? Yeah. All right. Yeah, there's no limitation. There's no there's no restrictions. So you go do what the hell you want. Okay. And it, that's the, uh, you know, when you have a treatment, it's always as a urologist when I'm operating on people, I think, what are the complications? And so when I s- sit with patients, I'll say, okay, here's the procedure. Here's the complications. And are you willing to accept those complications for uh, the possible outcome? Because we're not guaranteed. Right. You know, 95%, but there's always complications. In this one, there's no complications. We have not seen anything. Yeah. It's kind of a no-brainer. Yeah, it's pretty easy. So you mentioned uh, that the Stortz, is that the in-office? Yeah, there's there's several machines. There's a Zimmer's got one, and, and Stortz has probably the most commonly used across the country is is Stortz. And that one is adjustable, so I would expect that has the potential to, to be a little bit more painful. Yeah, but it does get a little more painful when you really, you know, because everybody wants to crank it up, you know, crank it up. You know. It's like, it's like you know, that we we're talking, it's it's like testosterone. If a little bit's good, geez, a lot's got to be really good. Sure, yeah. And and ours is pretty much set on the most common setting, and uh, it's, it's, uh, it's probably what we use most commonly on the Stortz machine, and that's the way we set it up. Okay. So how long do the effects last? Well, for everybody's different. It depends on, on what you're treating. If you're doing a, if you're doing somebody who smokes and has diabetes and doesn't, (laughs) doesn't participate and help correct those problems, we're going to be doing tune-ups all the time. So, and the guy who just wants to stay in the game and keep things going and keeps things, those guys will have the effects. Some guys do it once a month. Uh, the typical guy in my office comes in and gets treated, goes home and uses a rocket for a while, and then does tune-ups every, every couple months or every three months. What's he doing in your office? A lot of them come in the first time to, I have them come in and go over the, the Phoenix with them. Now, some guys want to come in and they want to spend the three thousand dollars and and have the other procedure done, the the Storch machine. And it's, it's I'm hard pressed to tell them no. I mean, you know, but uh, I know that sounds terrible. I shouldn't have said that, but I mean, you know, you say uh, no, uh, but you know, we we tell them they don't need to, but some people want to. And those people do really well, but really, um, that's uh, they would do more than likely do just as well without coming in there initially. Yeah. And if you go, to, you know, uh, that's just the bottom line. Uh, some guys come in now. The other guys come in. The other guys come in because when when I, I there's not many um, doctors that can sell the Phoenix besides. Uh, the gains wave doctors. And um, obviously I'm not a gains wave doctor, um, but I like to have them come in and, and just show them just walking through. It makes everybody more confident. Yeah. 
and you know, my texts do it and they'll, they'll walk them through it and show them everything. And sometimes they'll want to have a, a P shot or, or exosomes after they do six treatments and we'll have them wait a few a month or two months and then have them come in and get those that done. So there's a lot of reasons they're here, but those, those are the two most common. So you don't do it. You don't perform the procedure yourself. You've got texts that do it. You know, I used to perform everyone. Um, now I don't, I don't, I don't, you know, the cool part about this procedure is you don't, that's how you can go home with it. Right. So I have texts that do it. I mean, typically a tech gets better than, than I hate to admit this as an egomaniac doctor, mm-hmm. but such a surgeon that somebody can do something better than me, but I've, it's been proven my whole life that people do things better <laughs> than me, but the techs really do a great job. And that's, you know, some of them, that's all they do. Yeah. And so they're, they're just like masters at it. And, you know, they come up with their little tips and how they like to hold the machine. And, and so that's cool. You know, and that's their specialty. Sure. Holding. And so we, we, you know, we monitor them and go in with them every once in a while, every, every few, we walk in and say hi and say hello to the patient. And then, uh, but the techs really, you know, we educate them, train them and then, do you do cases in, with them till they're ready. Do you walk in and say hello while they're performing the uh, procedure? Yeah. Okay. Right. Well, why not? <laughs> yeah. Why not? Yeah. I mean, I'm a urologist. <laughs> I've spent my whole life. Listen, I mean, to be honest with you, somebody, I was at a cocktail party. I'm not the best person to have at the cocktail party because I'm a urologist and we're perpetual adolescents. So <laughs> I, you know, I told I told you that last time. We were just ridiculously stupid. But I've had my hands on more penises than most hookers, you know? So I mean, yeah, big deal. So yeah, it doesn't I mean I'm just comfortable and guys are, I have a hard time talking about this. They go, not with me. This is all I talk about. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And they go, Well, yeah, professionally. I go, No, socially, this is what I talk about too. <laughs> uh how quickly can you expect to see results? So if you're if you are fine, you're doing well, um, it's not quite what it was. You're going to see results of that night. You're going to get, you're going to see some results and go, holy, this can't be possible. Uh, but typically um, I tell people, don't get concerned. We're going to wait six weeks from your last treatment to see where you're going to be before we start. You know, guys will go, I, I need more treatments. All right, they get excited. I go, no, it's okay. So just, Cool it. Let's see where you are. Um, but but those guys typically are um, have much uh, more complicated erectile dysfunction. Yeah. Well, that's okay. And the majority of them respond. What I really encourage my guys to do, and I told you last time, I, I'm, I'm forever writing my book. My wife thinks that I'm bullshitting her, but I am writing a book and I'm almost done. But it's really about treating your vascular tree. And that's for your heart. It's for your brain. That's for everything. But the places we see it focused initially is our heart and our penis. Is that just because that's where the complaints come from? Well, that's those the places you see it first. Right. I mean, all of a sudden, I mean, those are the places. With the, I mean, for some of us that are the big blood demand. For some guys, it's not the big blood demand, but we won't talk about size. (laughs) It really is. I mean, this is a thing that demands a lot of blood. Okay? I mean, it's on command. It's come on, let's go. And when you don't have that good vascular supply, 
you you're going to see some changes. The quality of the erection, the rigidity, the the tumescence isn't what you thought it should be. And then um, the guy who has a heart attack, why does he have angina when he's out running? You know, well, it, it, this heart's going all the time. So it's the two places you see when, when you have somebody say, you know, I have erectile dysfunction, you always start being a little more concerned and start watching their markers for heart disease and stroke. And I always, I always tell my guys, this is a good time for you to start thinking about your blood sugar and start thinking about your diet and start thinking about your exercise pattern. I'm, I'm just jumping into, yeah, I can go off on so many tangents. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm just getting ready to go into uh, CT angiograms and with artificial intelligence. And so I can not only see your plaques, but I can also start to look at if those are necrotic plaques and if they're, they're full of foam cells and if they're going to rupture. And so a lot of times my erectile dysfunction, my severe erectile dysfunction guys, and I run their cholesterol and then I run their markers and I do, I fractionate their lipo, their lipoproteins and, and do a much more than a cholesterol. Uh, I start spotting things and I start talking to them right away. Um, that's not to scare anybody, but everybody is, you know, we gotta, I have to, I have to kind of tell myself all the time at 65, you know, Paul, you gotta eat like an adult. You gotta act like an adult. Sometimes you you can't, you know, you can't eat hot dogs. You can't have pizza all the time. You know, <laughs> you know, six pack of pizza sounds pretty good. Doesn't it? <laughs> Cheeseburger. You know, it sounds pretty good. Yeah, sure. I, try, I try not to do it, but yeah, not a hundred percent. And we touched on this one uh, last time we spoke with you, but does it make your penis bigger? Your penis is what it is. Those two corpora, uh, oh, it's impossible to make it bigger, and it's impossible to do that. Now, is it going to look bigger to you? Yeah, because it's not more than likely it's not fully engorged. Is it going to be bigger? Yeah, more than likely. But is it bigger than what you had when you were 18? No. But you've been you remember, it's the dimmer switch. It's been slowly turned down. It's not really bigger. It's going to appear bigger. Right. That makes sense. It's just going to be that way. It's only going to be the same size it ever was. We're not going to make it longer. That's impossible. I'm sorry, Ian. It's not going to get any bigger. You got what you got. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what should guys be doing to get the best results from the uh, the Phoenix? Well, I, I, as go back and and I I hit on this every time is to one make sure they're comfortable with how they're doing it and follow the instructions on it if they're uncomfortable to contact us we have i mean i'm on the phone every day with our guys talking about specifics when people have questions so i i spend a lot of time in between patients talking to our guys in california so that's number one contact us and let us know if you're not getting the results you want or you have questions two is you got to help yourself. There's no magic in this world. There's just no magic. And I wish there was. And I wish there was a the Cialis and Viagra pills. And I'm sorry, I named them by name, but we all know the pills. I, I wish they were magic and they fixed everything else. But typically erectile dysfunction is secondary to systemic problems. 
And so we have to address that. Hence my book, when it ever comes out, whatever the hell the name of it is, you know, Paul's recipe to a good direction. I don't know, <laughs> but it, it, yes, the, the machine will work, but we still have to go back and address those other problems. Yeah. And so that's how you get the best results. Don't use it more than twice a week. You know, our lockout is 36 hours. And, and there's people say, oh, I use it three times a week. Don't. I've got people talking about, I, I tried to use it every day. <laughs> no, Jason can't. You know, just don't do that. And it, it's just not going to work. You need the really, you need the time for the stem cells to come in, the growth factor, the cytokines to work that microtrauma and cause the revascularization. That's how it works. Okay. Jed, we talked about last time, it's just like working out. You're exactly. tearing, tearing those muscle fibers when you're lifting weights. You need to let them regenerate. Correct. Uh, you mentioned Peyronie's earlier. That's the curvature, right? Correct. Okay. So my next question was, does it cure Peyronie's? But you said, yeah, it definitely helps with, with that. Okay. So, it, it, yeah. And I'm, I, you know, I'm so sorry that I go off on these things. <laughs> All right. But I'm really not sorry. I love to talk. But <laughs> um, Peyronie's is secondary to trauma. There's never been a good treatment for Peyronie's. And that was the first thing that got me very excited about acoustic wave. I knew about revascularization. And I think on the last one, I talked to you about my history with shockwave. It's, it's extensive and it's very long. Not my penis. My <laughs> I wish my penis was very long. I don't know what to be good for, but anyway, I digress. Um, it, it, it's the first time, you know, we, the treatment for Peyronie's and most of the guys were just, uh, yeah, yeah. and when it got so bad that they couldn't perform, um, then it, it hurt him or it hurt the wife or the girlfriend or the, the whomever, the friend down the street. I don't know <laughs> that we then go, okay, we need to do a procedure. And those procedures were just, they were not great. So when we started using this and starting to focus on that plaque, which is just scar tissue, and everybody goes, where the plaque go? It's absorbing the blood vessels and you die. No, that's not how it works. The plaque is traumatized, and then we bring in not the same trauma that caused it, which is really horrible trauma, the micro trauma that causes the revascularization. And finally, that tissue, you could draw stem cells in, we get the exosomes and nanoparticles and all the growth factor, and it starts to heal. So yeah, it does. Is it, is it 100%? No, but it's 100 times better than anything else out there. Yeah. Okay. You touched on earlier, too, uh, Viagra Cialis. Is that something it's not going to interfere with it at all? You can continue using those? No, a lot of guys, you know, I'll tell them, you know, while we're doing this, let's make sure after you're done, you're getting good erections and and, and we'll sometimes we'll, we'll give them daily Cialis, the, the five milligram. Um, and, and we've kind of gone on and off with that. So yeah, I, I have no problem with it. I think it's great. Okay. Um, as long as they're candidates and they have no risk factors for it. You also don't restrict sex at all at any, any point under, for most cases, right? Just business as usual. Yeah. Or unusual, depending on <laughs> what you like. Oh boy. <laughs> uh, how long does treatment take one treatment? 
when you're doing it, it seems like it lasts for like years. Yeah. But it's 15 minutes, 20 minutes max. It does seem it's not like, very it, long. like it takes a while, but that's not because it's uh, painful. It's just, you know, how long am I going to have to pinch the head of my penis and stretch it and hold this machine against it? Yeah, you know? I mean, I won't, I won't argue with that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, it's kind of for all of us. I mean, you know, do, do all of us at, 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 at the Phoenix at launch have our own machine? Yeah. Mine right here. So, I mean, I don't do it here at my office on my desk, but I keep it here. I keep one here. Uh, keep one. You know, I got one in the car and then I've got one. No, that's a funny bit. Um, yeah, it's just, it's kind of, it's kind of odd and it's making a lot of noise and you're kind of mm, uncomfortable. So, yeah, I get that. But it's really 20 minutes max. Yeah. And that's two times a week. And once you're through that first initial, I like six times that way. Uh, and then it's just once a week and then it's once a month. And then, you know, it depends on how you need it. Yeah. If you see any change and you do another treatment. So it's really not, it's not a hill to die on. It's not bad. Well, that's all the questions I got. Ian, do you have any? Yeah. Am I coming through? Okay. I took out my AirPods. Yeah. It's a little better. Okay. Is it cold up there? <laughs> <laughs> Let me check my nipples. Um, my question was back to you started to talk about guys who uh, maybe have some high, higher cholesterol or like you're checking markers for heart disease. Yeah. Uh, is that is is cholesterol medication or other types of medication that prevent heart disease something you would uh, prescribe? And is that typical? Profile of guy. Second question, I guess, is is that the typical profile of guys you see come in that are exploring the the wave therapy option with um, blood pressure or cholesterol, high elevated cholesterol, things like that? There's a there's a group of them that are, and there's always that one guy that you know you think is Mister Fitness, and he looks wonderful, and he eats great, and he's the perfect body weight, and then you, and I don't have labs on all these people, but in my practice I do. Um, but again, I'm going to tell you one thing: the biggest misconception for coronary risk is cholesterol. I tell my patients that's the equivalent of your you're going to redo your whole inside of your house. Right. Yeah. You know, you tear it apart. You know, your wife talks you into it or whatever, because no man would ever want to do that. It <laughs> just wouldn't put himself through that. And your contractor comes in, looks in the front door and leaves and gives you a bid. That's cholesterol. It's a peak in the front door. So it's not enough information. It, it peaks your curiosity uh, but it's only good once you see all the markers, once you see the C-reactive protein to look at endothelial inflammation or the homocysteine. Is that causing the C-reactive protein? And are the HDLs too low and are the HDLs too small and the LDLs are too small and, and the lipoprotein little A is messed up and the LPPLA2 is really high? And, and so all of a sudden, you know, OK, they got a propensity. They got the wrong size cholesterol. They got a a horrible endothelium and they have plaque because their LPPLA2 is messed up and they have no testosterone and their sugar's too high. That's like, that's like the perfect storm. 
So on those guys, when they come in here and see me, those guys are going to be treated. I mean, it all kind of works together. They're going to be aggressively treated. Do I treat them with um, a, a, a statin? Typically not. I don't like statins. I, I, I really get my patients to be, um, I get them to participate and to start to change their lifestyle. Now we're not, no one's a hundred percent, but if we make these baby steps and start changing a few things, then we'll see, we get our sugar down, our cholesterol comes down. We start, we start taking a few supplements to get our homocysteine down. We have our gums looked at to make sure the bacteria is right. And our C-reactive protein goes down. It's pretty cool. I mean, it, it works. And then you're opening up that vascular treat. Now in the meantime, they're shocking their wieners for sure because they still got to increase the, 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 the blood supply. I mean, it's very dependent on that, but we don't want them to um, feel wood. all great because they have a great erection and, and be deteriorating vascularly. What do you mean? Uh, what are you talking and have a problem? They have a massive MI you said somewhere, you know, they're chalking their wieners. Shocking. shocking. That's what I call oh, shocking. shocking. I, and no one else calls it shocking in the company except for me because <laughs> yeah. I've shocked kidney stones my whole life. And so <laughs> it turns people off. So acoustic waving. How's that? No, yeah, acoustic yeah. waving their penises. Yeah, you, They're phoenixing <laughs> their penises. You it's lost me way back there. I didn't know what you were talking about. <laughs> Yeah, right. they're not shocking your piece. Although uh, I was going to tell you an ER story, but I won't tell you. Oh yeah, let's let's hear it. You want to hear it? Yeah. So one night I was uh, asleep, obviously, and uh, it's about three o'clock in the morning, and they said, uh, and I got a lot of these calls, but this was a funny one. It's not the guy who got his he, he cut his penis off. Ooh. I've had a couple of those, but this guy, the ER doc calls me. He goes, "Hey." um, I got this guy in here and he got, he got mugged at the park. I said, what? He goes, yeah, I got mugged at the park. And they took this extension cord and shoved it in his urethra. Yeah, no way. I said, what? Yeah. It's like anyone could hold you down and do that to you. Right. I mean, it takes like a whole army, you know, there's no way. Yeah. So I said, well, pull it out. <laughs> and they go, oh, we tried, it won't come out. So I went in and what I saw was this guy laying there and he had about maybe a foot of extension cord, like a cord. And the plug was out, you know, like you could plug them in, you know what I mean? And I, of course, you're mad because you get a full day ahead of you tomorrow and you got cases and you've worked all day that day. And you just it's the middle of the night. You walk in. I picked it up so hard. I lifted him off the bed. He wasn't a big guy. I lived on so he had somehow, I, I'm not going to go into detail how he, I had to stick a scope in and go in and look down there and inside his bladder, this, there was, it was the longest extension cord I've ever seen, was tied in this big ball, all knots. Oh. So I had to take a scope down with a grasper and essentially figure out and untie the knot and then pull it out. Uh. Yeah, it was really, it, it was a, urologists have the best ER stories. You so, know, but. so this is obviously a kink. Was this, uh, was it just the insertion yeah. that was his thing? Or Got was he, in a park. was he plugging this in? <laughs> no, no, he, I hope he'd be dead. But I mean, I, I'll be honest with you. Well, of course, I hate when people say I'll be honest with you. It means <laughs> what have you been lying to me the rest of the time? So 
I don't know. And I really wasn't in the mood to have a discussion about why he did it. Yeah. Uh, my wife would always say, well, why did he do that? I go, well, how do I know? I mean, I don't, I don't ask. My job is to get there and fix it. Uh, but I don't know. But that was a very common deal for people to. I mean, I would suggest if you haven't stuck anything in your urethra, don't because obviously some guys find it very pleasurable and it can create huge problems. So I just would stay away from that. So you can cause some damage doing that. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, I mean, you're thinking of strictures and a urethral stricture doesn't do well. I mean, you're going to be intermittent cath in the rest of your life if you're if you're unlucky. And, and if you're lucky, so you don't have to have urethroplasty or super pubic tube, it can be a disaster. So, yeah, don't put things in your urethra. <laughs> I don't find it social. So, I mean, I don't, I don't get it, but it ever, was common. You it was common. That, Ian? Yeah. Yeah, so I don't you, know. Have you done it? Have I? <laughs> no. Either no, one I, of you. I, oh, have you done it? Whoever wants no. to answer. He's thinking about it. You don't see him thinking about it. I feel like I need it. an illustration as to how that happened in the first place. I, I don't, I mean, like, draw it out for me. I, I'm not really sure. <laughs> I'm questioning whether or not a, an extension cord would fit <laughs> in my urethra. Right. <laughs> well, you'd be surprised what they fit in there. A lot of, a lot of it is, uh, you know, what are they, bobby pins? Oh, yeah. I mean, one time we pulled out like 28 bobby pins. Uh, I mean, it's just kind of, I, I don't know. I, you're, you're not in the mood to ask, and you really don't want to no. know. Yeah. I, mean, I don't want to get into it. You know, my job's not. We have people, we have doctors that take care of that part. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not, you know, I'm not trained in that. Right. Yeah. Gosh. But I am trained in the in use of the of the Phoenix and I'm telling you it's a great thing. Yeah. Great segue. You're a professional. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Dr. Paul, we really appreciate your time a uh, second time. Uh we're gonna be giving one or two of these things away pretty soon. We're gonna have to figure out some details on that. And uh I'm sure we'll talk to you and, and hopefully John, I'd like to get John on here and see what kind of John will John will be happy to come on John and I spoke about it and John said Paul you're the expert on it you but John brings a lot to the table and he's really a he's a uh, unbelievable unbelievable guy Uh, is a cool friend um, but he's um, uh, just so articulate and so knowledgeable and and brings a lot to the table he's a very very fun you would enjoy him so I can ask him to do that. So if you want to do another one together, um, obviously it would be a little more polished with, with John on the oh, old so, telling the extension cord story. So he's not into urethra play? Oh, he might be, but yeah. we don't talk about it. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> Mutilation. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. That All could right. be your first question. John, have you ever put a extension cord in your urethra? I'm going to make a note. That will Here's be my Dr. first Wiener. question. <laughs> I can't believe I'm. Are people watching this now? Uh, not right this second. Okay, good. <laughs> so edit this part out. Extension <laughs> cord in your penis. <laughs> Got it. All right. Appreciate it. Have a good night. Okay. Bye. See you guys. Bye. Thank you. Thank you. Ian, he's a delight. Yes. I like him. 
Let me stop this YouTube business. <sighs> One thing we didn't talk about. What's that? That we can say for next time is, well, I don't think we talked about it last time either, is the, um, the penis pump that comes with the kit and how that is best used to optimize results. Making a note. So, little show notes on the fly, I guess. And put that down. Yep, it's here. Got it. Play into treatment. I've got a couple of notes too that there's kids in this house, so I'm I'm gonna not talk about them this time. But maybe next time we can get into uh-huh. some of the notes I've got here. I will say you, that. What's that? Have you not been able to close in that space yet? No, I don't know that I'm going to. I've got these moving or these sound blankets up. Mm-hmm. Um, I just don't see the closing in the walls as being like a quick, urgent. Yeah, well, or quick thing. Something I'm going to be able to get to quickly. Yeah. It's going to take some time. But yeah, it's the plan anyway. But uh, I will say that Kenny upped my dose of ipamorelin and BPC-157 and CJC-1295 and almost tripled them. And wow. man, when I take that injection at night, I'm like, I get super flushed and it's crazy. You know, I can feel Have it. you lost like 50 pounds? No, <laughs> no, but it's just a crazy bad feeling. One night I, I got so flushed and dizzy bad? that I, I threw up. Yeah, it's not good. What about sleeping? I mean, does it make you hot? No, it goes away within within 20 minutes or so. Which one's the one that's supposed to sh- shred belly fat or like whatever? Um, CJ, I think it's kind of the combination. It's that ipamorelin, which is the secretatog of HGH, and then the uh, CJC, the pair together is what does it. Is that doing anything for you in that in that in that? realm like weight wise are you losing any weight i've lost a few pounds and and i gotta attribute it to that because i haven't done any kind of exercise or change in diet or anything like that but yeah i guess it's it's doing something i haven't been super consistent with it especially since he upped my dose because it just makes me feel terrible for just a few minutes but still it's kind of hard to make myself do that injection whenever i'm gonna feel like shit for the next 30 minutes yeah how long has that been that you've been doing it um Uh, upper up dose the uh Probably two weeks. Okay. We went in because, oh, because he switched me to prop, test prop, which is the four, four and a half day half-life stuff. So I'm injecting that every day. Um, just because what's, when we, what's, what's the base oil on that? Uh, I'm not sure what it is. I'll have to look, but it's according to him, it's like the most pure of the blends uh, being prop. And because whenever, just like I told him it would be whenever I, did labs i was still troughing in that 450 500 range just like always so yeah. he's like no we're gonna we're gonna get you past this we're gonna do something different so i upped my dose back around up to around 200 a week daily injections so you were on were you on sipinate with the mct oil yep i was so i was okay. on an anthate for years and he switched me to yeah. sip with the mct and then recently switched me to prop Interesting. I'm I'm interested to hear how that's going. I actually went to the doctor to get a physical, my other regular doctor, and he. I told him I wasn't really interested in getting back on it with him, uh, 
but uh, he was like, I did measure your testosterone and mine was like my, he only took my total, which is what he's been doing all along. No other um, hormone panel uh, findings, but my, I'm, I'm at 273 right now. Um, so it may be time to turn things back on with Kenny. I think I would be most interested, but I'm also interested in these, the peptides. Yeah see what it could do because i'm i'm probably the heaviest i've ever been so i don't know i need i need i need a little help probably to to get going yeah uh, get some weight off stuff like that kenny's the one he's real good i like him a lot yeah he's a good dude yep but it's just a matter of getting it getting around to it and actually being intentional about contacting him you can rather do, than just talking. You can do 99% of it online. You don't have to call anybody. Oh, really? Is it Zoom or is you talk to him on the phone? Well, I talk to him on the phone, but I mean, getting that ball rolling, you can fill out everything online. They'll email you what you need. You uh, upload the stuff in the portal. You don't have to talk it to any, you don't have to, you don't have to speak with anyone until you actually go do your consult. Where do you go to labs? Lab core request? Uh, yeah. Whichever. One of those? Yeah. Yep, I happen to have uh, recent labs that worked for him. And does time. he does he tweak the like? He doesn't necessarily measure for the same things every time because, as we know, like like if you add on certain, uh, you know, if you want to measure SBH, SH, SHBG, that could add another fifty bucks to the right. to the lab fee or whatever it is. No, he doesn't. In fact, you know, I went in and said, "Hey, I'm I'm a problem patient. I'm going to be hard for you to treat." You know, so he's pull, he's running a lot more on me than he probably normally would. But my okay. my insurance covers it. I didn't pay anything out of pocket oh. for the labs whenever I went to have them done. Cool. Well, yeah, uh, yeah, I'm sure mine would too. I guess my ask my question was more like. He doesn't always check for the same things every single time. Maybe there's like a base of like five different things he'll check for E2, you know, all the standard stuff free in total. Um, But then maybe every now and then he'll check, you know, FSH and LH if you're interested in keeping your, your sperm count going, things like that. Yeah, probably. Okay. Cool. Well, that's all I got. Thank you for listening to the TRT Community Podcast. You can find us online at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash TRT community. This Valentine's Day, Dunkin's got the perfect pairings to show your love. So get down on one knee with a dozen brownie batter donuts and a cocoa mocha signature latte. Or make them swoon with a strawberry dragon fruit Dunkin' refresher with a Cupid's Choice Donut. Are you ready for love? America runs on Dunkin'. Price and participation may vary. Limited time offer.